following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back to another episode of fantasy beasts and where to find them i am your host kyle ranny uh joined as always by mr jason halt uh actually i shouldn't say joined as always if this was a sunday i would say joined as always but joined by my new co-host jason Halt. jason how are you good how are you it's great to be here love football love talking football so uh, I am fun. I'm excited, man. It's, it's been a while since I've had a host. Obviously, uh, you've got ties to that host. You are Gary's younger brother. Yeah. Um, for anybody who does not know Jason, uh, Jason was the gentleman who really helped a lot this past year uh, when Gary stepped away due to, in, uh, due to medical issues. I was able to really count on Jason here to help sit down with me every Sunday, help you guys out if you jumped out on the Facebook page. Uh, but we will uh, take care of this here real quick. Hold on. But yeah, guys, so uh, we are here today to be able to really welcome you to the show, Jason. Uh, so first and foremost, I mean, I know that I know the story, really, but like, how did you become a f- football fan? Um, really, uh, because of my dad. My dad was a football guy. But all the stories he used to tell about how he was good at football, he was great at football, and mainly just watching my brother play football. I mean, your, your dad... My my uncle, deceptively sneaky on the football field. Not a guy that you necessarily would think is uh, is the most agile and be able to make some of the plays he's made. And I mean, your brother got it with his nimble feet. We've seen him juke out dudes that he should not juke out at his size and oh, yeah. position. And you got his play, your dad's playmaking ability. I mean, not necessarily always. Not that you played safety at your size in 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 actual your ball yeah, career, actually. but playing with us you've always been able to read and pick apart the field at a whole different level which is nice to have i mean you and gary have always been really good at reading and and being able to diagnose plays so that's and that's why i love football was because like i gary kind of got me into it obviously because watching him play watching him be able to read a defense he ran a defense in high school i played d-line which that safety shit does kind of transfer over a little bit to reading a defense not as much as you think it would playing d-line but it does help like being able to read a defense, you can look at your linebacker and say like things that they might not even be like, oh, I yeah, didn't, I didn't even see that, and I'm a D lineman. Like, and that's one of the cool things with us transpiring forward is is last year one of the things we didn't necessarily hit on well was we had a couple of defensive players we liked, but we didn't in depth break down a lot of defensive tape, and we should really be able to with a full year behind us break down a lot more. Uh, we did pretty good with our with our offensive picks last year, but it's nice to bring in defensive minded people, help us be well rounded with a lot of this. Yeah, um, and that's it. I mean, a lot of people here. Hey, you guys are a fantasy football podcast to talk with about the draft, but so much of fantasy football now nowadays isn't just saying, "Hey, I'm going to pick a player who's good and 
we're going to play them all the time. Sometimes you yeah. bench your top. I mean, we had the, those debates all, all the, the time. time I, I, you, you're the reason I made it to the championship game because of Isaiah McKenzie. I was like, do I start him? Do I play him? Do I not? You, had, what do you have? A 40-point game that yeah. week? Yeah, that was... Uh, when, that was I, when you you told me to pick him up. That and was so, breaking down... That was breaking down a, a, a very stingy free agent market for us, and that was our dynasty yeah, league. It's a dynasty league where there's not a lot of players on that free agent market when you need somebody, and I'm... My wide receivers were more than decimated. Prone. That more was uh, well. You lost Godwin and it was Hill. Didn't you have Hill? Tyreek Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill in one week. Yeah, and and we were able to <laughs> to keep you alive with keep me alive, Isaiah yeah. McKenzie. And there was and, another one who didn't perform to the same level, but like Zay had forty points that week. Yeah, and I did get I, did, I got one of the two back, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. I forgot which one. I you got them both back. Did I get both? Yeah, you back? got both of them back for the championship. But that was when you ran into the buzz saw that was Jamar Chase yeah, at fifty five points. Fifty five points, even though Joe Burrow was forty as, you know, on the same team. But the same team. but that was Insane. the same. That's why you asked who you got back because I believe that was the game Tariq Hill had three points. Yeah, I think it was the game he. Um, but no, I still was. I still only lost that game by like thirty points. It was insane. It wasn't bad, and I mean, this Jamar took, Chase has a regular day. I win that game. He has a thirty-point game. I win that game. That's it was, it's all. It it's funny because like anybody who's not familiar with with the dynasty format, who might just go, "Isn't that just normal?" Is how do you lose by thirty? And that's close. In the dynasty format, most of your games are hundred and seventy-five to two hundred point games for the most part because oh, yeah. we're starting fifteen guys a week. Yep, it's not. Starting. It's it's the standard scoring, but you're starting 15 guys, and if you're good at knowing what you're doing, you're hanging 170 to 200 a week, and it's not uncommon. I've my one dynasty league, we start 15. It's higher quarterback points, and it's tight end is doubled. Oh yeah, and so, that league, it's not uncommon to see 300 points a week. Yeah. So like, and dynasty, like for people who don't run it, it's a whole different ball game. Yep, you got to worry about. Matchups, things you don't really worry about in regular fantasy. And football. not just your matchups, you have to worry about some of these guys you'd never have to think about matchups on. Like, oh, I have I have an open flex spot. Do I play Seattle's fourth yeah. re- or fourth receiver or do I play Green Bay's third receiver? Or do I play Detroit's third receiver? Like something yeah, like that. Like, like <clears throat> some crazy. I was going crazy. I remember when I was winning my game was Thanksgiving. Um and who who the heck was it? Green Bay receiver, I can't remember. Not, not Devontae Adams. The other one, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, I, I, off the top of my head, drops his sec, like a touchdown pass. What was his second touchdown pass? I stood up at Thanksgiving dinner and I go, "Hell yeah!" It was other thing, other thing. But then I see him drop it and I swore, and I was just, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> at the family Grandma table, Thanksgiving dinner, at, at Grandma's dinner, I'm swearing about about fantasy. If that doesn't tell you guys how uh, how well we take this, and Jason's been playing for a couple years and. In two years of, I guess, really working with the same level that Gary and I have been, you've taken leaps and bounds. I mean, you you had a yeah. string of bad luck for years. Oh it was, God. what, three three last three, place finishes? Three last place finishes in high school, and then it was it was just like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being last place. It's not going to happen again. And that's when that, that league became a punishment league was that fourth year. Yeah. If I was four years in a row, I was doing something stupid. So I was like... I was on tape. Well, I was really watching tape. I was getting in, into the stats. I was getting into all of that. And, and then you and jumped then in and joined. Season, I won a championship. You jumped in and joined our league. And as a rookie in our league, which our league, I don't want to say our league's not easy. But the thing is, there's so many not great players, not great teams in our league. Yeah. That the teams that end up at the top are always so good. Yeah. And the fact that you walked in and just wiped that league, 
your first year, and it was you and you versus Gary for the championship. Yeah, and it was a good championship. It was fun to be against Gary. And then you go, really you go to the championship in our Dynasty League year one. And, I mean, you've been a, a, a championship player. I, the trophy's in the basement. It's now mine, but I took it off your hands in that exact yeah. league. Um, getting past the little fantasy talk, though, what, uh, I, I mean, obviously us as I'm sitting here looking at you, but what's your favorite team or favorite teams that well, you've got in the NFL? I love my Bills all day, every day. But uh, I think that number two team, it's honestly – I mean, you might people might call me a bandwagon for the because it's between two teams. It's the Jaguars and LA. I liked LA once they moved to Vegas because it was you cool mean you mean moved to Los or to Los, Los yeah, Angeles? To Los Angeles. I'm sorry, I wasn't a big ramp like St. Louis Rams fan, but when they moved to LA and they rebranded that color, I liked. I, I liked do. It. I will go with you. I really like that that pop of the blue and yellow versus the old navy and like mustard. But my number two team has literally always been the Jags since I was young. We had Paul Pauls Leslie on the Bills. He went to the Jags, and that's kind of like he was my favorite player. I love defense. I love linebackers. I wanted to be a linebacker. I was just a little too short. They put me on D-line. See, so. it's, it's funny that you say that because I've never had a problem with the Jags. And honestly, I got into a, a spat where I started to root against a lot of teams in that division recently, and uh, I have no problem with the Jags either. Well, I mean, like I said, I became the Jags fan because of Paul Pozzles. He had a little bit of a falling out with them with the Blake the Marones and Doug Marone and uh, Jalen Ramsey because I was not a big fan of Jalen Ramsey. Still in it. But and that's why I'm, I'm he's on LA. I, I know, but and it hurts you. And it hurts me. But uh, I just don't like. Not a big fan of him. So I kind of like had a falling out with the Jags. And then they drafted my boy Trevor Lawrence. So it was like uh, reuniting with your long lost love again. I don't think I've ever seen someone who jumped on getting a Jaguars jersey so fast. <laughs> and the second he was drafted, you had him like a week later. Yeah, it was insane. It's, I love Trevor Lawrence. I love the Jags. So. I, think I don't care if he's not, he's not going to be a bust, but if he goes a bust, that jersey. I think Trevor's going to really so. take a step forward this year. Um, you and I were sitting there, we were watching it in my dad's bar. Um, that last game, the last week of the of the season, I want to say it was the game against the Colts when he broke pressure twice, scrambled right, goes airborne without being planted on the ground and yeah. hits that rope. To so the back line of the end zone. Looked like himself in the national championship game, himself and throughout the, throughout college. He That's what we grew up. He got comfortable. He got comfortable. He yeah, really was. He got comfortable, and the reins came off. He didn't have Urban Meyer anymore in the back couple games, yeah, and he finally started to roll. To roll, yeah. No offense to, like, Mar- like Marvin Jones, but, like, who do they have as a number one? Like, LaVisca Schnault's cool, but LaVisca Schnault's more of, like, that... LaVisca Schnault's almost, like... What Cordero Patterson I think is going to yeah. be. He's that gadget player, and he's going to find a niche in this league, and people are going to use him well. But that's still not a number one receiver. I like DJ Chark, but he was out. He's out. Chark, injured, Chark I feel like is a good complimentary too. They do need somebody who's like their number one. I guy. thought Marvin Jones would be it, and he he took a very big step backwards. So if they go out and they honestly, as crazy as it is, and it'd be the best thing for the Jags to do. We're, we're getting off topic and going for draft talk already, <laughs> but Justin Ross comes out in this year's yeah. class. That's a former Clemson guy that he knows what he's doing. You already gave him uh, Trevor Et- or Travis Etienne, who yeah, we that. haven't seen what he's done as a pro. He came off that Liz Frank injury. Well, he's also listed as a wide receiver running back, so that yeah. could be the, he could end up being your number one guy. And then you give, but then if you were to go get like a Justin Ross, who's coming off of having the neck injury, where he's going to plummet down down the board, you got a lot you can do with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, we already talked on one of them, but. Favorite players in the league? Uh, Paul Paul Lesney was the, my first like football like. That was your guy. Him. Yeah, watching him make the hits, make the plays he made. 
Um, to the future now, I mean, it's obviously Josh Allen. And Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence, yeah. But, uh, You'll be cursing that in a couple years if if Trevor Lawrence does go to the next level and you start getting Josh and Trevor Lawrence. I'm not going to like seeing that. It's always going to be Josh over Trevor. I'm sorry, well, Trevor, but <laughs> it's always going to be my boy, Josh. It's always Buffalo over everybody. It's, I'm going to hate seeing it because I'm going to be like, I want both guys to win, but, but it's Buffalo over everybody. I love it, man. No, uh, I mean, we've... We've sat in there. I, I don't. I don't believe you were with us in the bar the night that he was uh, drafted. I think you were actually still at school when Josh was drafted to Buffalo. Yeah, but oh, we, no, I might have been there. Were you? You I, might. I, I, remember, I just because that was when Rosen got drafted. I think I remember being in the bar. We were just the the disappointment, and I I feel like I owe a love letter and an apology letter to Josh Allen just I do for too. how much hatred that kid that kid got, and he is the number one reason for turnaround in Buffalo and like the fans need to calm down on him I've said this time and time again here you've said this just the hate that he incurs for no damn reason is ridiculous it's because the turnaround for Buffalo happened in three years it happened probably pretty quick than I've seen a lot of teams overnight overnight and And yeah I know we we had 16 years of it but we went from the 2000s to losing to now Winning, we got a winning. taste of victory. We got a taste of winning. People got a little bit of taste of victory, and they're like, "Okay, if Josh does bad, oh my god!" I don't even think it's that. I, I think the problem is we or, they we have such a fan base that goes, "Well, we won now. We have to win that many next year or more, and that that'll prove if we're good." Like, no, that that's not how it proves if you're good. Like, like that. I said this. Uh, I said this the other day to my dad. I don't know if you were aware of the shot, but the Bills will face. The Bengals and the Rams both next year. Yeah, they both play the Bengals. This will be the Green Bay fifth. Play. This will be the but no no. This will be the fifth straight year. The Bills have faced both Super Bowl teams. Yeah, that's well, a that's a record in the NFL. First and foremost, if you were not aware of that, fans. But as you get better, you get tougher competition. Tougher competition. Yeah, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough. The better we do, the more better teams we're gonna play. Yeah, and it's you got to win those games. And, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like you said. We get Green Bay next year, which means we get Minnesota. And, like, Minnesota might not be that tough being that they've definitely taken steps backwards and they're almost going to rebuilding, but they still have Justin Jefferson, Delvin Cook. But Chicago's got a quarterback in place. They started to look very good down the stretch. They've got cap space. Detroit started to actually look like something that was put together with Jared Goff at quarterback. Um, you get a you get a better quarterback in that system. They're going to be up there too. Yeah, um, and that's it. Like that's where that's where people don't understand. Man, the league's a year to year thing. Just because if if next year we were to play and lose to the Jaguars, just because they were the Jaguars, it's the same thing. Buffalo Bills fans don't want to hear of. Well, it's the Bills. So who, who's afraid of the Bills? Well, a lot of people are afraid of the Bills now. Yeah. Well, it's back in the day when you when the Bills beat a team, it was like the same uh, thing. Ha, 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 okay, the Bills yeah. beat a good team. The Bills beat. We beat the. There was a couple the, times we beat the, the Packers. Pats. The Packers. The, and it was just like, oh, they we beat Tom. We beat the Packers. Yeah. Big whoop. Tom Brady's still going to the. And, and that's the it. it like, and if he lost to the Bills. The old saying is any given Sunday, and I think oh, fans need Sunday. to figure that out. But it's tough, man. Uh, I got a double sided question here for you. Yeah. Especially with the fact that you have played and the fact that. You've also been a fan for so long. Your favorite football memory, both in a game and as a fan. Um, as a fan, uh, definitely was the first time game I went to. Yeah, my mom took me to her game. We sat in um, close to box seats. It was low. 
my mom took me to a game, and I had my Paul Paul's Lesney jersey on. It was my first ever football game. We sat real close. We in the hundred level. It was awesome. Watched the game. It was actually against the Jags. I said, you remember who it was? Yeah, it, it, was, was, against, it was against the Jags in Buffalo versus the Jags. Can I tell you who won? No, because. It was just such a... Do you remember how long ago it was? It was forever ago, man. Was Puzlowski still on yeah, the team? He was still, he was still with team. Buffalo? Yeah, I believe he was still with Buffalo. I think it was the season before he had left to go to the Jags. I think it was literally his last season with the, with the Bills. And uh, I just remember a fun game. I think the Bills lost, ended up losing, actually, if I remember, because we were still not great back then. And I think that was with... Uh, who was quarterback? I'm wondering if this was a preseason... Was this a preseason it game? It could have been a preseason game. Was it super exciting? No, I don't, I don't remember. Then it might not be this it. one because I have one where Ryan Lindell won in an overtime, 35-32 Bills victory. It honestly could be. They would have been in 2011, so it would have been lining up right around the time because I think Paz was 08. It was just such a day that all I can remember is like where we sat. Fitz was the quarterback at the time. Yeah, I do remember Fitzpatrick being the quarterback. I do remember that. It probably is, to be honest this with you. This is just such a chaotic game. This is crazy. I'm looking at these. I feel like I would remember if it was crazy, crazy, but also I was young, so you never know. Ryan Lindell, field goal, first quarter. End of first quarter, 3 nothing. It was when Lindell was playing around. It was around that time. So. Marcus Easley, touchdown. Bills go up nine or 10 nothing after the extra point. Stevie Johnson, 52-yard touchdown reception, go up 17 nothing. David Garrard at the time, the Jaguars starting quarterback, four-yard touchdown run. Jags come back 17-7. Jags kick a field goal down the half, 17-10. Jags score again on a two-yard touchdown run, 17-7. Jags have a pick six, 24-17. Jags have another touchdown, 32-17. The Bills score a touchdown, 32-24. The Bills score a touchdown, 32-32. Sounds like a what a game, and that's a preseason game. Like we're we're rejoicing, like we're rejoicing on a preseason game. I mean, another one that ties with that. I'll throw it in there quick. Is another Bills Jags game. So um, we're there at the game, and I go to the game, and I'm sitting like real close to the end zone area, kind of the corner of the end zone. We're up a little higher than what happened, but uh, Leonard Fournette gets thrown out for fighting a fan. Jalen Ramsey got thrown out for something. It was we scored a touchdown and. I can't remember whatever happened. Somebody left the bench and got thrown out. It was just a crazy, like, whole situation. The Ralph, I've never heard the Ralph go that loud. Like, the Ralph is loud, but it was so loud. That was the Shaq Lawson brawl. Yeah, that was the Shaq Lawson brawl. That's what it was. And then Leonard Fournette got thrown out for throwing a punch at a fan. Shaq Lawson got thrown out. It was just, it was electric. Like, that game was a fun game to watch. Jacksonville.com. Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette and Buffalo Bills defensive end Leonard, or Shaq Lawson were both disqualified during the third quarter of the game. Uh, Fournette and Lawson both appeared to throw punches during an altercation after a 29-yard Moncrief catch. Uh, escalated close to the stands. Levi Wallace was on the ground. <laughs> it was just an, an electric game, man. Like, it was a fun game to watch. I was there. Fournette was not on the field. Oh, that's who left and, the bench. And then. left the I bench. Someone left the bench. So, Fournette left the bench. Yeah, we were, they were on defense. That's why. And Fournette went and punched, like, um, somebody. Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes? Carlos Hyde and Jerry Hughes got in the fight first, and I think Fournette came in and punched Hughes, which is what started Fournette and Lawson. Yep. I remember that. That's what we were freaking out about, because Fournette left the bench. I think Jalen Ramsey And then Fournette punch. punched the fan yeah. after being thrown out. After being thrown out, yeah. So there was, it was just an electric game. That was fun to watch. I think the Bills ended up going to win that game. I think that was yet Josh versus first season? Uh, I believe season? so, yes. That, and what is this, 2018? 
an electric uh, game by I remember our quarterback. I think it was I believe it was Josh. So it was awesome. It was just a fun game to watch and be at. Like I, the Ralph was. They came crazy. back and won twenty four to twenty one, and that was a huge thing. It's funny that you like you're talking about ejections, but at the point in time, he had two touchdowns on the day in the third quarter. And you yeah. threw out the guy who had all of the scoring. He had 18 carries for 95 and two touchdowns. Josh Allen had 13 for 99 and a touchdown on the ground and eight of of 19 throwing for 160 and a touchdown. I mean, the problem is when Robert Foster's your leading receiver. Well, yeah, I'm also not gonna lie when um, Fournick did get thrown out that it was a turnaround for the oh Buffalo a huge Bills. turnaround. It was a huge it's turn. something you don't expect. If Fournette, but... if Fournette stays in that game, we might lose that game. Up until and it's funny because when you look at it. ESPN breaks down your win probability, and around that point in time in the game, the Jaguars were favored to win, and it took a stark difference. But it was because I was like right in the <coughs> corner of the end zone there where that whole thing happened. I was probably I, going if, nuts. If I could have went down, I could have touched Fournette. Like if I could have went down, probably like ten rows, I could. But have then touched you would have gotten punched. <laughs> okay, but what a story! I get punched by Fournette at a Bills game. Oh boy. Ah, uh. oh, and my favorite—we're um, going off topic here now, a little bit not off topic, but my favorite football memory as a player. No, that's exactly that. I know, was the next but part I'm saying it. like we were straggling. We were straggling on that part, but uh, there's so many, man. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the sack that I didn't even know was a sack at Kemmer East. <laughs> so I was playing D line, and I got thrown in there, and. I'm chasing the quarterback down, and he's kind of running like towards the end of the like the end of the line, kind of way down the line towards the sideline, and I uh, just kind of like hit him out of bounds, and I didn't really think it was anything sad because I thought he made it back to the line, and I find later I find later at the um, uh, or what are they called banquets? Yeah. That I'm looking at stats, and there's one stat on my like thing because I wasn't the craziest defensive lineman. I really didn't play a lot. Yeah. Kind of just was the. Four, fifth, sixth guy in there when they needed somebody yeah. to throw me in. Rotational. So, yeah, rotational. So I look at it and then it's the one I got one sack against Camarillo. And, and I went and talked to my coach. I was like, yeah, that was a sack. And I was like, you didn't tell me I would have got a flag, coach. Come on, I would have like did something. Like I would have got a did some dance or something. Doing the sack <laughs> dance on your only sack. Oh yeah, and my actually another another one of my favorite. I'm sorry, there's so many. You're but, good. I'd... Um, was. <clears throat> The Ralph. When I went to the Ralph, my team. You did. We went to the Ralph. My team. You went got to the Ralph. you got time on that game too. I was I there. I was in the stands game. for you in that. I also we also got a 15 yard penalty because of me. I don't know if you remember that. No. Because one of the fans was um, talking shit because I was wearing my. Sorry if I swore. Was talking crap because I was wearing good. my rugby cleats and they're bright yellow soccer cleats. I said something and I did. Uh, what do they say? Like that? You know, like one the, of the top to the, the, the top keep John. I flipped, flipped them off and we got a 15 yarder because the. Um, ref saw it before they even um, game started. I don't remember so, that at all. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh like, shit! I don't know if they made it really like announce anything because I remember they threw a flag and they there was a uh, talking with my coach and I got into some <laughs> crap for that. <laughs> but oh shit! Well, uh, we're allowed to swear, I guess, on the show. Uh, we we it's my own show and it is always tabbed as possible vulgarity. Uh, we try to avoid. Going over the line, and I'm sure sometime we'll get into heated conversations. Sometimes you give it next week. You never know who we're going to be mad about when we're talking about who should be winning awards. Who's doing yeah. the biggest bust? You're going to have your own your own opinions, and so am I. 
Um, but Jason, anything else you want to tell the people about you with football before we uh, take it oh, home no, for the episode? I'm just always in for questions. I'm always in for if you want to hear a cool football story. I got a couple in my pocket, so I'm always ask. Absolutely, guys, and we will be linking Jason to all the stuff on our page. Uh, if you're familiar with our Facebook page, Fantasy Beasts FB Pod, uh, you probably already do know, do know him. Like I said, he was a huge help this past year uh, during the regular season, and we're very happy to have him as a as a full time addition. Uh, and we'll get down to breaking down some tape. Yeah. I'm but, very excited. But, uh, Jason, thank you for jumping on your first episode. and Of course. You'll be back for both next week before we bring Kevin and his brother on full-time. Uh, but, guys, thank you for listening as always. Shout-out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie down in Florida at Renegade Studios. He'll make you some great graphics. He's who makes us look pretty every week when we're on the air. Uh, Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada with the great charcuterie boards. And last but not least, our dudes down in Corpus Christi, Texas, Kyle with Chicken Dippin'. Uh, nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. If you're interested in what these Chicken Dippin' are, hit them up. Punch in code SPREAD716 at checkout. And get yourself a pair with 15% off with our code. But guys, until next time, we thank you for joining us. And as always, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>